Hey folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com, joined by Matthew. As always, how are you getting on, Matthew? Yeah, fine, fine. Um, I, I feel like my voice is a bit croaky today. Oh yeah? And I put that down to, it's very warm at the moment, time of recording, September 2023. Uh, so I've got a fan on at night and I think that's maybe... I don't know, drying the old vocal cords out maybe because it's just so is warm. That, so. Is that a tip for podcasters? Don't run fans. Yeah, don't run cords. fans. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter how hot you get. Better to be sweating like crazy than yeah, drying yourself out. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, it'll just be that gravelly tone then, Matthew. You'll just be uh, sounding a bit more, you know, uh, movie voiceover than usual. So <laughs> maybe get good. some gigs on Fiverr. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us again, listener out there. You're all wonderful for coming along on with us on the journey around uh, podcasting equipment, re-recording this season that we've recorded. I don't know how many times have we done the podcast equipment season now with Matthew in the last, what, seven or eight years? Is that yeah, a couple of times? every two or three years. It does need a bit a bit tarted up, doesn't it? So Indeed, yeah. Things change, things change. Although a few of the bits of gear actually have um, had a bit of longevity have appeared in yeah. most of the seasons that were recorded. So um, this time around, we are going to be covering mobile recording with smartphones or tablets. So how you can actually record on a mobile phone. So let's jump into it, Matthew. How do we start with this then? Like what's the kind of, uh, what's the starting point when we think about recording with a mobile? Is this just for out and about or is it um, in the office, in the studio as well? Or what do you think? Yeah, it depends, doesn't it? Like um, traditionally, this was more of a, a flexibility thing, wasn't it? Like just being able to get out there on the go, uh, take your kit with you at any point. And uh, I suppose these days as well, you know, it's... Um, with video podcasting you know increasing in popularity it fits in quite well with that workflow too doesn't it yeah totally it's a good point actually yeah in terms of like if you want to record a video uh, a lot of people are doing it on their phone so as long as you make the audio good on your phone then you can turn it into a podcast really easily and actually the good audio works for video too doesn't it is there any other sort of benefits to this approach that you could think of well i mean it's cheap <laughs> it's tech you've got anyway isn't it use your phone for recording then uh, it means you might not have to buy anything else although we are going to talk about what stuff that you maybe need to buy to make your phone a decent audio recorder so you might still have to buy stuff anyway but rather than buy we covered digital recorders in a previous episode didn't we matthew this is a lot cheaper than buying yourself a zoom h6 or something like that mm-hmm, definitely yeah uh, one of the things that i, I was thinking about um in terms of podcasting with your phone is the idea that, and I think it was Matt Boudreaux that initially wrote about this on the site a few years ago. I'll dig that out and put it into the show notes, but the idea of doing an asynchronous podcast via your, your voice clips in any messenger that you use. So whether that's WhatsApp or Facebook or whatever. So like, for example, Colin, you know, we were messing about with those glucose monitors recently. So I could send you a wee voice message, you know, and say, uh, you know, I'm uh, sitting here with my grass-fed steak and my broccoli and everything like that, and everything's going well. And then you'll reply to me later on. You know, I've got my deep-fried pizza, my iron brew, <laughs> and my my lines are all over the place. So we, over time, you know, we could send these voice True messages story. back and forward, and then you could just download them and compile them all together, and that would yeah. obviously work for any topic as well. So it'd be a bit of a funny way of doing a podcast, but yeah. it would be ideal for somebody that was just 
you know, maybe two co-hosts that just never had the time to actually get together. So Yeah, yeah, we've thought about it a couple of times, haven't we? And I've wondered about, there's a few good tools on uh, desktop or on your computer that can do this as well. Like um, ZipMessage uh, was one that I used a lot recently. I think that's rebranded to Clarity Flow potentially. Uh, but you can send video clips. And yeah, I've been able to turn them into a podcast where you just keep kind of going back and forth asynchronously. Could be really interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I mean, there's a few good reasons, isn't there? The, the video podcasting one, I think is the most interesting at the moment. Um, just the fact that a lot of people are using their phone to record those videos anyway. So I think this ties in, we're going to talk about how to, how to record good audio on a phone. So if you're doing it that way, then you might be able to record in video as well. So hopefully this ties into that if you want to. So, um, I mean, what about like, so let's talk about how you set it up then, Matthew. Is a built-in phone mic good enough or do we have to add stuff on? Yeah, until I tried it, and who knew that trying stuff would give you a better uh, qualified opinion on things, but um, until I'd tried it out, I would have said no. <laughs> but I was, uh, it was when Dev did that article recently for us on yeah. uh, built-in mics, you know, generally on laptops or whatever. And I just uh, got in on the act because I was curious and tried it out on my phone. And I thought it sounded like, I'm not going to say really good, but I'm definitely going to say good enough. Like yeah. it certainly rivaled at least like the snowball in that. So <laughs> I know that's yeah. not a, a high bar to, to, to aim for. Yeah, but, it's, but, but it's something a lot of people are using, yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, w- I, I am in the camp now where I would say, look, if you're if you're struggling, then yes, this is this is perfectly acceptable. You know, all phones are different, I suppose. So you, you do need to check yours and make sure you're happy with it. But there yeah. will be worse out there, certainly. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, I mean, an Apple phone is generally really good build quality. They've got good mics built in. Like we've always said, and in fact, we said in a previous episode, like if you're going to use an internal mic on a laptop to record, then generally the only thing, the only ones that are vaguely acceptable are ones on Macs. Eh? So um, mm. if anyone's got an iPhone, then quite often that can be good enough, decent enough. Um, and the good, the good thing as well is like so many of the platforms that we use these days for making our podcasts actually cut out a lot of the trouble that these types of mics bring in. You can't fix crap audio, but if it's decent audio, like a mobile phone, voice EQ, actually, like auto voice EQ stuff's really good these days. Like the one we've got built in Dalitu, for example, you put in kind of average sounding audio and it really can bring out the bass. It can bring out a bit of resonance. It can it definitely, like, it's weird how good they are. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand the science behind it. Far smarter people than I, uh, than me are building these, but put it through that stuff and even an average mic can sound like quite good so yeah um how do you hold it though matthew like if you're using a mobile phone for that kind of recording like the internal mic like what do you do do you hold it up to you like a phone call i think that's only old folk like us that do that these days like my nephew's 14 and when yeah. i see him talking on the phone they kind of hold it in front of their face. That's uh, weird, isn't it? I don't understand why that's happened. Is that TV? Because they've all had to do that in reality TV so that they can hear over the speaker. Is that all that's made it, that it could, happen? Or maybe they're just more sensible than us because you like we're holding it right next to our brain and it's really bad for you. <laughs> I've heard. Uh, so maybe yeah. they're maybe they're just more sensible than we are. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I, I remember almost. I used to watch it. Uh, you watch The Apprentice, Alan Sugar. No. 
No, you never watched it. It's, it's um standard kind of business games thing. It's reality TV, essentially. And they do a lot of phone calls on that. And I remember quite vividly the first time I saw somebody on that program holding their phone that way. It was the first yeah. time I'd seen it. They're holding it in front of them, speaker phones on. And I suppose in there, it was a practical thing because they all need, they were doing it as a group. They all needed to hear yeah. it. But more importantly, the camera needed to hear it. Like mm-hmm. they needed to do it so that it could be filmed for reality TV. So I think, I, I reckon that's where that's come from. It's not yeah. more useful or better. It's like it's literally going by example of seeing people on all these crappy reality TV shows holding their phones that way because they're but taken again, by the producers. Maybe healthier. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe you it's a good know. job. I have no friends. I don't have to worry about it. Nobody phones me anyway. <laughs> but um, I no, it's a good question. How you phone? It. I, I would probably, I would probably hold it like that if I was yeah. doing it. Um, yeah. which I wouldn't be. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I so yeah. if you're just using the built-in mics it's just literally the phone but if we move to like say plugging in other kinds of mics there's a few different options for how we would plug them in isn't there yeah yeah indeed yeah so there's like i mean every phone's got a kind of input port in the bottom don't don't they they used to have a couple they used to have like a charging port which you could often use to connect a phone to a device uh, but equally you'd have a headphone port alongside that so you'd often have those two these days most phones only have the one don't they like so you have to have like i used to be able to plug a pair of 3.5 mil headphones into my iphone um and they could work as a headset as well so you could record that way but these days it's only got a lightning port so i need to plug in if i want to plug in a 3.5 mil um microphone or headset or whatever i need a wee lightning adapter which exists they're fine they cost like a few quid they're not very expensive as long as you don't buy the official apple one um but equally you get a lot of devices that plug in just via usb as well don't you matthew like what you seen any mics recently have come out with that kind of uh, automatic or not automatic like that kind of direct connection just like usb to lightning or usb to whatever usb c that samsung phones or android phones use yeah more and more mics you're seeing them coming with kits that will connect them to phones i suppose it's worth you know what we're, we're throwing these terms around but USB-C, that's just your fairly universal sort of USB connection, isn't it? Like yeah, that you yeah. plug in like a laptop that's, or whatever. That's the new like round one, isn't it? The one that you don't have to get it the right way up. Like the, <laughs> the old, I, d- I never remember the difference. Like USB mini, I think potentially was the one that you had to do it the right way up and it always broke because you try and yeah. put them in the wrong way up. Shoving it in the wrong <laughs> way, yeah. Exactly. But the USB-C one's the, the one that works on uh, most Android phones these days. And Apple apparently are talking about changing to that because it's just a total pain in the arse that they have their what proprietary lightning thing. So that'd be cool. So nice. light, lightning is Apple, isn't it? Like iPhones, yeah. iPads yeah. and stuff like that. Exactly. With 3.5, yeah. like, um, I mean, that is, that is the connector that you'll find on most headphones, most... Yeah traditional earbuds and stuff like that i've had like an old iphone for years i know you tend to have the android phones do they still are they still always coming with 3.5 millimeter ports in them or are they nah, being phased less out? and less yeah i've not i've not seen I've, I've not had a new phone in ages i don't really i'm not a big phone guy like i upgrade every three years or something like that mm-hmm. um but i haven't seen other people's phones like i help my kids i've had to buy them for kids recently for kate for friends all that kind of stuff because i'm the tech guy apparently so i have to help <laughs> <laughs> and all the um yeah i haven't seen a new one with a 3.5 mil on it for ages so yeah yeah i think they're just about all i mean I mean, I wonder what the percentage these days is of people plugging in a wired headset versus having a pair of wireless headphones. Mm-hmm. Like wireless is so prevalent now, isn't it? 
Like yeah. I'd imagine yeah. it's I'd imagine more than half people probably have wireless by now. Although maybe that's a total privileged position potentially because they're more expensive. So maybe that's entirely off. But um, yeah, it seems like phones are going that way certainly. Well, the old uh, three point five. The way you could always tell if uh, this was going to work as a microphone as well as headphones was you've got you've got TS, you've got TRS, and you've got TRRS. So it means tip ring sleeve or tip ring ring sleeve. So if you look yeah. at the jack on your earbuds, you'll see a couple of wee rings on them. Uh, and if it's got if it's got two rings around it, that means that it'll work both ways as an input and an output. You know, not just as earbuds. Uh, and that's why, like on the old white Apple earbuds, you could um, you could do phone calls on them because the audio could go both ways on them yeah, because it was like, a TRRS. So yeah, not very exciting cool. that, but I thought it warranted mentioning. No, it comes up. It's worth mentioning, yeah, for sure. Again, it's it's kind of old fashioned these days, isn't it? You're pretty much just using uh, wireless headphones or, or potentially plugging in a proper mic via Lightning or USB C. But yeah, worth mentioning. Okay. Shall we get into the uh, recommendations then? Some gear. Let's do it, yeah. All right. Just before we jump into that, I want to mention, I've been talking throughout this season about a few of our courses. Last time around, I talked about our growth course. We've got our new growth course, which is out. It's inside our um, IndiePod Academy. Uh, and we've also got our launch essentials course in there too. It's our launch course that includes every essential part of launching your podcast. So if you're still out there, um, you're either just to launch your new podcast. Maybe this is you picking up the gear that you need to launch it. We've got a full gear guide in there, all recommendations, how to set it up and everything. But we've got everything else you need to launch your show as well, including how to set up hosting, how to set up that website, a bit of an early growth plan for your launch as well, how to plan your show. One of the biggest things that people miss often is figuring out really how you're going to sell that show to your listeners. What is the hook that brings people to that show? What makes it a bit unique? What problem are you solving? There's a real structure, a real format around putting that together, which I share in this course, which helps you write your description, create a great title, create great artwork, all of which is key to really draw people to your show in those early days. Make sure it's got the best chance of success. So that's our Launch Essentials course. I'd love you to take it. Um, go over and see it. You can find it at thepodcasthost.com forward slash launch course same format as our growth course which is thepodcasthost.com forward slash growth course so that's our launch course thepodcasthost.com forward slash launch course um please dig me some feedback let me know what you want in there if you want something else added in whatever uh go over see it have a go and get that podcast out there into the world all right mike sam matthew yeah, I, I picked out uh, a couple of, well, more than a couple, because a couple means two. I picked <laughs> out uh, four, five, five actually, I can't count, uh, <laughs> microphones that we've reviewed over the years on the site that work with telephones. So cool. the old uh, the old classic, and we've talked about like 3.5 mil connections and how yeah. they're not what they used to be, but the old smart lav, it could still work if you've got that connection, can't it? So this is mm-hmm. like, this is your classic recommendation for, for phone recording, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's just a wee lav mic, isn't it? Lav mic, just for the uninitiated, means a mic that plugs into, plugs into, clips onto your shirt. Those little mics you often see like TV presenters wearing just clipped onto their shirt, just below their mouth, really. Um, So really easy to use. Uh, The SC6 splitter is the thing that lets you potentially plug two of these in as well, though, isn't it, Matthew? Like you can have two people plugged in via the SC6. 
then that goes in via the 3.5. I think, yeah. did you get a, when, what's the latest phone you've got, Matthew? Uh, I've had this for years. I think it's an iPhone 5. iPhone <laughs> 5? Oh yeah, is, is that that's, funny? Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's like, yeah, I mean, I knew you weren't like that update. I'm, I'm not like a, like I said, I'm not a totally up-to-date iPhone person, but isn't that like literally 10 plus years old? I don't know. It could be. It could be. I reckon that's, yeah. Anyway, okay. Sorry, Matthew. I didn't take the minute to take the back. <laughs> so, um, never mind. Scratch that question. It's utterly irrelevant to you. Um, but when you get a, a newer iPhone, you do tend to get a wee, you, or you did for a while get an adapter. Don't know if they come with them anymore. But if you just go on Amazon, you get, type in like Lightning to uh, 3.5 adapter and you'll find these wee adapters and you can buy packs of like three or four of them for a few quid they're not very much so even if you do have a more modern phone what use one of these mics you can plug a 3.5 mil mic or the sc6 adapter with two of these mics two road smart life pluses into it into uh, a more modern phone as well and it works just fine it's unlikely anyone would do that though isn't it because like looking at the so. price of the smart lav now the 66 dollars yeah. each and the sc6 which you you struggled to get it for years but it looks like you could get it again that was 79 so like two of those plus your sc6 is like 211 dollars yeah. uh, and then if you're saying like you might need to buy like an adapter or a dongle or that as well it's just yeah it's a big expense. You're right. You're right. I think it's a it's a real unique uh, use case, isn't it? Like if you if you are out and about a lot, if you do record in the wild a lot at events, things like that, it's a really. I mean, it's tiny. You can have this in your bag all the time. I used to just have it in my bag, and it's a wee thing, like smaller than a wallet, that includes those two mics, the adapter, and it really is like a almost a studio in a like in a tiny wee thing like that. So. It depends, I think. If you're the kind of person that does go to a lot of events, meets a lot of people, does get the chance for like a, an impromptu interview that could be really good content for your podcast, I think it almost is worth it. And I don't know of a better option with that kind of configuration right now. Do you? Like, do you know anything else that's that small, that that's that easy to use? Yeah, it's next on my list here. <laughs> yeah, but so, like, okay, sorry, go on, go on then. Yep. I was going to say the Rode AI Micro, so you could still get your two smart labs and use the Rode AI Micro because that plugs in via USB-C or Lightning. Ah, so, okay, but you're still buying the two Rode smart labs. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, any okay, other cool. mics with 3.5mm yeah. connections. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, got you. Yeah. And this is this, this looks like it's the same price as well as the SC6. Yeah, okay, perfect. But still same kind of price, like still in that $200 plus range. No, 79 so $79, uh, but you still need to buy your two smart yeah. labs or your two mics so the, or whatever. So the full setup's still like $200 plus. Yeah, it would be yeah. if you were getting yeah. the smart labs, yeah. yeah. But this this just looks like a, a more modern sort of version of it. Like I say, you're not going to need yeah. any dongles or adapters, uh, and you could plug in your two microphones and you could plug in... Uh, set of headphones too so yeah, it's perfect. got three, cool. three yeah. 3.5 millimeter ports on it and yeah. it's, it, when you're recording it too you can uh, it's like two channel so it does mm -hmm. stereo recording like you on one side me on the other side you could split that and tinker with it mm -hmm. if you need it so Good stuff. Um, pretty cool okay. device so we've got it was Sarah that did a review on the site again all the links will be in the show notes but that's called the Rode AI Micro yeah 
Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Great suggestion. Yeah, absolutely. You're totally right. Um, I was more thinking of the kind of wider thing, like the two smart labs and something that plugs it into your phone. So yeah, absolutely right. Split, swap the SC6 for this Rode AI. Um, right. What else we got? Uh, the Shure MV88 was one that, that's come up as well. That was reviewed on the site. Was that Sarah as well? I think it was. So you can, there seems to be sort of two versions of this. They've got like the mm-hmm. Motive MV88 audio companies. They're never great at names, are they? <laughs> and then you've got one that's a video kit as well. So that's yeah, like, I think the yeah. mic alone is like 200 and the video kit's like 250. So self-explanatory. If you're going to do video, maybe the video kit's going to give you some more Indeed. options there. But again, yeah. USB-C and lightning connections giving you options yeah. for Android and iOS. Yeah, so this is cool. It's a little kind of directional mic, isn't it? That comes with mm. a kind of, um, with the video kit, certainly comes with a whole, like a stand um, and a hot shoe mount and all that kind of stuff. So you could stick it on top of uh, on top of a normal camera, but equally you can mount it alongside a mobile phone. So that's really cool, actually. You put that alongside it. That's really just for solo recording, isn't it? Because it's just one mic that'll point at one person, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You ever tried one of those, like something like that? Because that's probably not going to be, I mean, it's, it's not like a full-on shotgun, like a foot long. So its directionality is going to probably be a wee bit wider than that. I wonder what they're like if you point it at two people that are sitting relatively close together. Like if you're doing a video podcast and they're kind of two people having a conversation only a meter kind of apart. I wonder how that mm-hmm. works. Never tried that. I'll have to give that a go sometime. All right. Okay. What else we got then? Another one that I played with a few years ago, uh, which has had a few iterations now, the Rode Wireless range. So Mm. I got the initial Rode Wireless Go. I was able to play with that on both my phone and with my Zoom H5. So it had a USB-C connection. It had a a 3.5 millimeter connection too. Um, They came out then with the Rode Wireless Go 2. The price was bumped up a wee bit there. Uh, Last I checked, you know, about 100 and... 88 for one of them or 289 for the set for two of them and then they've just released recently the Rode Wireless Pro again Rode doing their thing where everything just sounds like it sounds the same Uh, it looks like one of them's about $400 but um, last I checked Rode were going to send us one for review Uh, so I'll I'll keep on at them and make sure that we're able to do that within the next uh, month or two yeah, perfect. But, Sounds uh, good. I mean, road, road stuff's yeah. always first class. Like even the first generation of this, I was I was pretty impressed with. And you know what road are like? They're constantly improving stuff. So I've got yeah. no doubts that it's going to be excellent kit. But again, for that price, you would hope so. so. Yeah, totally. I, I love these mics. Like I use these. I use the the first wireless go, or is it the two? I think it's just the first one. I think it's the wireless go one for my video stuff. So I put, I put the um, the receiver on top of my DSLR camera. I've got the lav um, with an actual lav mic plugged in. Like it's really cool that you can use these little units just as a mic. They've got mics built into them, don't they? So you don't actually need an external one. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So so I, I use it with an external lav mic, the road the road one, and it's really good quality. It comes across mm. really well. So yeah, I'd love to try. I can't wait till they send out the wireless pro to give that a shot. But you're absolutely right. It's um, certainly higher budget than that one. So maybe later in the day for uh, most podcasters. I'm sure um, when I reviewed that, it was like the depths of winter, and I took it <laughs> out. I was working from home at the time. I was, I think, it was like peak COVID, and yeah. I went out for a walk to do a sound sample whilst I was walking, and. Uh, the puddle was all frozen in it. I didn't fall over, but I did, you know, the big, like, the big dramatic sky. <laughs> the uh, it yeah. feels like you go about, I don't know, six meters. 
So I was like, somebody looking out the window, think like, guys, poor guy's talking to himself, and now he's nearly slipped and broke his jaw. But uh, yeah, I got the review done. Nice. So dedicated cool. guy. <laughs> okay, last one we've got is a recommendation from our uh, one of our favourites, as usual, Zoom. So Zoom have got their own little mic that plugs into a phone too. Tell me about that. I don't, I've never used this one. Yeah, Lindsay uses this one. We actually, cool. we're probably, I don't know if we'll still have it, but we had a very old iteration of this back in the yeah. back in our uh, second office. Mm-hmm. And I tried it out and it was fine. It just it looked a bit funny. I had like, I've always had tiny ancient iPhones and this thing looked a bit <laughs> bulky, just sticks on the top of it. But um, I, Lindsay uses one and she, she really likes it. So I this this is like iOS only, iPhone only. But yeah. if you want to turn your iPhone into a glorified Zoom recorder, you could do that for about a hundred hundred dollars. So yeah, cool. Yeah, I remember that when you were talking about the older one. It was a, a kind of um, spherical it was like shape, a ball, wasn't it? it was, yeah, yeah, I, totally. It was more like more omnidirectional. Although I think it was partly directional. But this one's a, a stereo one, isn't it? It looks yeah. like the one you get on top of a normal Zoom H5 or Zoom H6. Mm-hmm. The little stereo yeah. mics that are off at an angle. That's really cool. So kind of, it's funny, isn't it? It turns your, it basically turns your mic into Zoom, sorry, your phone into Zoom recorder. You'd hold the phone with the wee mic's kind of pointing up to your mouth or even to somebody else. Like you could do a, a push, you could do an interview with somebody like this, couldn't you? If you were holding the phone like a mic and basically moving it between the two people. Like if you stand at, like Vox Pops or whatever, like standing in an event space, like moving it between the two of you or even a, a longer one, if you can, if your arm can take it. Could your arm hold it up for that long, Matthew, with all your... Uh, strength training these days um okay cool is that the last one of the mic su- uh, suggestions yeah again uh, that's a few different options for all use cases and different price brackets too so we'll put yes. links to all those reviews in the show notes and you can make your own mind up they'll be Perfect. you know you'll find like photos and sound samples and everything in those reviews as well so yeah 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 perfect all right sounds good Okay, so we're talking about recording the actual how you record it on your phone just a wee bit briefly at the end here. Yeah, worth a note. What what uh, what do you use if you're ever like working on your phone? I mean, I have tried out record apps in the past. There are some special ones. Like I, I remember getting a Sure Mic at one point from my phone, and um, they've got they've got a special app that you can use to record. Mm. Honestly, I just use the Dictaphone app. Like there's a voice recorder app on every iPhone. There's a voice recorder app on every uh, Samsung phone I've had in the past. That's usually the Android type that I've went for. But every other phone, they've always got a, a, like a voice recorder app on them, which works perfectly, perfectly well. Doesn't overcomplicate things. Um, and you can generally export really easily because it'll tie into the standard software on your phone. So I just use Dictaphone apps, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, you ever tried other ones? I've not got a lot of experience with them. I mean, one option that jumps out is like if I was doing... A video podcast and i was doing calls then yeah. i could use in theory i could use riverside they've got an app yeah. now that works on both yeah, ios and android so yeah. as long as i was paying the adequate tier i know riverside have a free tier but uh, i yeah. could use riverside for that if i was you know doing the, the video and calls and yeah. stuff yeah yeah we have covered these in the past haven't we so we've got an article on the site so if you are interested out there in looking at some of the recorder apps go and have a look at the link in the show notes we'll have our recording apps roundup right in there there's a few options out there that certainly have a look at i'd recommend just the dictaphone app though um yeah like spotify podcasters stuff like that um but yeah go and have a look if you're interested link is in the show notes 
All right, Matthew, does that cover it, I think, for mobile recording? Yeah, I mean, it's just a final note on that. I suppose, like, you will find recording apps that will maybe give you, like, a higher quality recording in terms of, you know, some will will let you record, like, WAV formats or maybe a higher bitrate MP3 or whatever. Uh, When it comes to the editing as well, obviously, you'll get, you'll get a lot of tools that have editing capabilities in there. I would only use, and it's no slight on the tools themselves, it's more just the size of the interface you're working on. Like I would only recommend that if you absolutely had to. If I'm doing any sort of editing, no matter how basic, I would rather at least get it onto like a tablet-sized screen, yeah. uh, but preferably like a laptop or whatever. Uh, I just, um, I know these tools get better all the time, but you're yeah. just so limited by room. And uh, it could be really fiddly trying to do, you know, literally doing editing on your phone, especially an old yeah. phone like mine. So, <laughs> no, I get you. You're absolutely right. Like, uh, you you almost certainly end up on your computer at some point, um, unless you're in some really specific workflows uh, to publish it, for example, or to like type in a title and a description and all that kind of stuff. You're almost certainly going to end up on a laptop or a desktop at some point anyway. So. I've seen people trying to over-optimize their workflows by putting, like trying to do the editing on their phone while they're out and about. But it just, I think it always ends up more trouble than it's worth, just like you're saying there, Matthew. So yeah, for sure. There seemed to be to. a there seemed to be an era like a couple of years ago where the, the most common podcasting question was it was a lot or the most common like uh, advice that you would get asked about setups was like I need to do uh, multi-track recording and editing on my phone and I yeah. need to plug in like nine yetis to my phone as well <laughs> like it was a really unreasonable and unnecessary setup that people yeah. thought that they had to put in place so yeah, yeah, I'm glad totally. you don't hear much about that these days no but... it went away didn't it that's good yeah so people must have realized like it's just it's it's an optimization that's not worth it I think just get on your computer like record on your phone by all means if it suits the the context out there an event or uh, if you just meet somebody on the go or something like that but get back and actually just do it quick and fast and efficient on your computer get it out there and then move on to the next episode but aye, if you if you are interested in doing editing on your phone or tablet or that we will have yeah. links in the show notes we've got articles on you know how you could do that on both iphone and android so You'll find the show notes at thepodcasthost.com forward slash tech season. And we also have our resources page, don't we, Con? Yeah, that's over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash resources. So the forward slash tech season will give you a rundown of all the episodes in this season, a full guide to podcast equipment and software. Uh, and the resources one actually just shows everything that we use. So everything even outside of the gear and the software stuff that we use for like uh, growth and marketing and websites and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah go and check them out forward slash tech season or forward slash resources Um, and i'll make a quick mention of our launch course at the end as well if you want to check out launch essentials um i think uh one of the best guides out there just to get in your show i might be a bit biased but (laughs) one of the best guides out there for uh, getting your show out there into the world launching it to the world you can find that over at thepodcasthost.com com forward slash launch course i'd love it if you checked it out helps support all of this free content that we do all right matthew cheers for joining me as always thank you Uh, and thank you out there dear listener as well for joining us thank you for following along this season hope you're having a great day and we'll see you on the next episode